Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Original Sin Chat, No Holds Barred, Orange is Dead edition. We no longer have to look that hideous color anymore, and that is always a good thing. With me, I have my cohort, Karen. Hey, Karen. Hey, Carrie. How are you? Not bad. Just trying to uh, make it through this crisis we're all going through, and thankfully we have something to you know look forward to and get our minds off the the real life situation. That's pretty depressing as it is. So at least we have this to um, yep. talk about. <clears throat> Excuse me. Agreed. Um, let me throw out the numbers while I'm thinking about it, because I tend to forget to do that. Calling from the U.S., you want to dial 605-562-0444. In Canada, it's 867-292-3066. And the caller ID number, the caller ID is 247-2210. And if you want to join us, which we hope you do, because this is why we're here, you press star 2, and I'll bring you on, and we'll... um. Have a nice discussion. Um, let me think. I think that's. I think I got all that out of the way. I'll, I'll try to remember to repeat that as the uh, podcast goes on. But um, so um, yeah, I mean, you know, thoughts and prayers to the world, the country, and the world to what we're going through. But we'll try to um, just have a little fun and see where it goes. We, I think we left off with, because I looked back and I think the last podcast was either the 5th or the 6th and um, I can't remember. I didn't look back or listen back. I can't remember if we actually talked about the the actual um, execution scenes. I want to say we did, but you know what? They were so good that if we want to cover them again, guess what? It's our show. We can do whatever the hell we want. <laughs> um, True. You know, and actually, it might, you know, we, can, we might as well, you know, start, because there might be people that are with us tonight that weren't with us that night anyway. So, and plus, that's right, and we had some uh, technical issues. Oh, yeah, that's another thing. If anybody's having an issue getting in, just let me know in chat, or, I mean, I don't know. I'll, I'll have to, I'll go in chat in a second, but... um. So, yeah, we'll just kind of stop from there and work our way forward because it's kind of hard to pick up where the infirmary is without going back. Because um, I think, I don't remember if we talked about the, we probably did, like I said, but the but those, that flash, because it actually did play into the infirmary conversation, the flashbacks that they chose to do and how it was done was absolutely beautiful because it does tie into what he said you know, later in the infirmary. So, um, I mean, as we all know, she got there. Well, actually, I can't even say in the nick of time because he had already had the two, uh, two of the three lethal injections and he flatlines and she's hysterical and um, she goes to be with him and, he, you know, the doctor finally gets a clue and uh, gives him the, uh, what is it, the adrenaline and then the counteragent. And, and so... Um, he wakes up and says, you saved me. And that's a lot. then we didn't see them again, I think, for what, a month and a half? At least it felt that way. Um, 
and then we go to the infirmary scenes and it was so i mean i mean we'll take it line i mean we'll probably have to spend some time on that because i felt like we were watching some wedding vows and a proposal kind of in the making and there was a lot of um emotionally charged material but also there was some funny lines like when he had said something about maybe you need to get a lawyer and she's like you know they were going to arrest me they wouldn't let me in here and it's funny because you never saw that uh the the guard again when they were in the infirmary by themselves with the exception of rafe who overstated welcome i never saw a guard again in the infirmary or the uh <clears throat> excuse me the prison uh, visiting room which is kind of funny because they were probably like we'll just leave these two alone i'm not getting in front of that bus so um she um he proceeds to thank her in only the way that he knows how for saving his life and he proceeds to tell her that his whole life didn't flash before him the only thing that flashed before him was their time together because he didn't start living until they started loving each other and then he told her that he saw when he picked her up off the side of the road their first kiss and then of course last april 26 was a pretty important uh, step in the relationship and um also told her that her love saved his life um what else i mean it was it was just non-stop i mean the dialogue is just it's unreal uh what else um just and then you know oh and then of course when she said uh i had to do everything i had to do and uh you know and she he said um you knew because you knew i was innocent she's like well yeah that but not really because basically she told him she wouldn't have a life without him and he said oh you know you know you're beautiful talented you didn't move on and she said oh no you're my one and only love we're forever so she got to have some of that swing worthy dialogue for a chain and just uh what can you just i'm in awe i don't even know what to say i'm going to hand it over to you because i so give me your thoughts on those how we got where we are yeah i uh i think what's really amazing about those scenes were just the, the exceptionally beautiful dialogue. It's amazing to me how well run uh, and, you know, uh, the writers are, you know, giving uh, them this just incredibly romantic, um, I just don't know how they're going to, you know, uh, do wedding vows because it's just amazing what they've already given us. I mean, they pretty much keep, it feels like, recite them almost on a daily basis. Like on a third Thursday of the month. It's like like wedding vow material is like everyday language for them. Right. So, so I'm expecting something incredible for the <laughs> wedding vows. I'm just not really sure how uh, they're going to uh, top pretty much every every day of their life. So. Right. <laughs> and I'm assuming that maybe they'll just repack. I mean, I'm sure we'll hear some of the stuff we've already heard, but it'll be, you know, repackaged in a different sort of way. And, of course, it, it'll all depend on how and where and when he does what he does. Um, right. But... I just, it's so interesting to me because, like you said, I don't, we say this all the time and we're a bit of a broken record, but it, it has to be stated again that I don't, 
you know, every super couple is solid, and it's been a while since we've had a a legit, I mean, there's been good couples and all that, but, like, you, you say to yourself, we're, like, can they possibly hit another level? And sometimes I say that, I'm like, well, we've reached the, the, the highest, and nope, here comes Ron again, <laughs> went to some more, and it, just when you think he can't reach back for more, he sure as hell does. Yeah. So then um, we had a couple of those in, uh, infirmary scenes, and then they had the little setback with um, Christian Evan, his bail, um, his uh, him recanting his confession. So, um, but you know, Ben took it in stride, and and then in the meantime, we had some uh, Will and Ben scenes, which were really good. You were on some trail mix and stuff, and of course, I really love that uh, friendship. And let me just pause for a second. I see some people on the switchboard, but they haven't put their hands up yet. If you want to join us, press star two. And, of course, we will be more than happy to have you on with us. Um, I think I can see Kim. Hey, Kim, is that you? Hi, it sure is. How are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. So we just like we started at the uh, we kind of went over the execution again and then the infirmary. So I'll go um, kind of finish where I'm saying that I'll go throw the ball back to you. I'll throw it to you. Um, so we had the uh, well actually before I continue with the with the um, Evans uh, confession getting thrown out. So we uh, started with the execution and then the infirmary scenes and how he told Sierra that. Uh, his life, he didn't flash to his whole life. He only flashed to the time together because he didn't start living until they started loving each other. And so, um, so, um, what did you think about those uh, scenes? I loved them. Uh, Kim? I mean, it was just, I, I loved them. Um, I loved how, you know, every time they talk, it's like they just, they, they say their marital vows. They really do. I mean, it shouldn't be nothing for them to write them up when it does happen because they've already got it down pat. So it's just, I mean, it was just great. I love how he, you know, he, he always acknowledges her and he knows that he has a good one. Just like she knows that she has a good one. Like they know that they're perfect for each other. And I just, it it was great. The whole dynamic, the whole situation, the whole, I mean, her just wanting to make sure that he was okay in there. And, and I mean, it was just great. I I loved those things, you know, and like I said, they just, they, they appreciate the crap out of each other. And like I said, he knows that, She's definitely his ride or die, and like I said, likewise. So it's just going to get better from here. No matter what they go through, you know, it's just going to get better still regardless. So it was awesome. Absolutely. I mean, the the, the um, I mean, the, the man is just so totally in love with her. So then we go to the um, mm-hmm. the um. Evan's uh, thing getting tossed out, so that was a little speed bump, but um, mm-hmm. but it but it allowed for some. Oh, and I've oh and I've oh I skipped over. Well, in that time, the good thing about that, I mean, it was a little hard to wait the extra week, but um, mm-hmm. it was good to see uh, Clyde and uh, Ben, and then um, Will and Ben. 
Yeah. Clyde Those calling her up. Clyde was hilarious. He was. Um, <laughs> yes, he was. <laughs> you've never seen him so like he was downright giddy. It's the stuff of legend. And that girl is, uh, is uh, um, what do you call her, a badass? Yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. He's a, yeah. She's a badass. That's what she is. <laughs> <laughs> he was so oh, excited. I love that. Oh, this is great. <laughs> Future father-in-law has no idea how much of a badass right. he actually is. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then, of course, like the um, the Will and Ben. Um, I'm really enjoying, you know, I'm really happy that they have, you know, reforged their friendship because Ben's got nobody. Right. Me too. I like that. I like that. Yeah, They're he just definitely still, needed a friend. I mean, so yeah, he did. Yeah, exactly. He did. And um, I mean, I just love it. Like I said, and like I said, no matter what they go through from here on out, they're both out of jail now. So whatever they go through, they're still going to be like, oh, yeah, Ben's my buddy. You know, yeah, Will's my buddy. You know, mm-hmm. they're still – I can definitely see them, you know, talking and chit-chatting if they see, see each other in the Horton Town Square or something and just being friendly, you know, hanging out. Mm-hmm. Heck, I don't know, double dating with Sierra and, <laughs> and Ben, you know, Will and, you know, funny <laughs> or whatever. I mean, I can just see that happening. You know, I, I just love the friendship they developed and that they overcame everything. So this regen- the redemption story is just – just he just knocked out of the park. Ron knocked out of the park. I love it. I think so too. And like, there's not there's you know not many young folk on there. So until they leave, I'm I'm here for you know, um, the Wilson sin. And plus, because um, if not for Sierra, he wouldn't be free either. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So exactly. I'm perfectly fine with that. Me too. <laughs> Most definitely. Yeah, I like their I I like their friendship. I think that was you know obviously one more step in Ben's uh, redemption storyline, and um, I think uh, just the I don't know I I like the uh, dynamic between the two of the actors. I think that that works really nicely together, and uh, they play off each other well. So I'm I'm excited to see, you know, what um, future scenes that they may have together and how that is going to uh, play out down the road. I mean, mm-hmm. it might be coincidence, but I am loving, loving... Um, all of a sudden, you put Will with Ben, and I like Will again. Hmm, I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Me too. <laughs> Isn't that funny how that happens? It is. Um, <laughs> so, um, oh, finally, oh, here's Katie. Hold on. Hey, Katie. There you are. Hello. Hello, hello. And you have a voice? Sort of. Sort of. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> so I'm sure you heard us. coughing. <laughs> Um, so what are your thoughts on the post-execution infirmary, um, dialogue and scenes? I was swooning so, so much. Oh my goodness. They, they had me all in my field. Um, 
it was amazing. I, I don't know how many times I watched that over and over, and I, I got teary. I, and I, I think I've said this before, I'm not really a crier, but they, they've managed to make me cry a couple times. So, yeah. I'm totally a crier. Totally. It doesn't take much. I am. Uh. <laughs> Completely. <laughs> And there's just something about the way that they both play it that you can feel. They have a way of, Rob and V have a way of making the love and affection that Ben and Sierra have, you know, come through in spades, at least for me. Mm-hmm. Oh, someone else has a hand raised. Hold on one second. Hi, welcome to Original Sin. Who's this? This is Michelle. Hi. Hi. Hello, hello. Hey, Michelle. Hi, dog. <laughs> welcome, welcome. <laughs> okay, so I wanted to talk a little more in depth about um, we're going in we're going like in in order here. So um, I wanted to talk about Ben strapped to that table and. Um, what he processes as his life. I thought that was brilliant on the job of the writers and the producers, how they did that. And um, his, he starts thinking about their first, I think it was their first kiss. And afterward he says, I love you, Sierra. I love you. That tore me to shreds. (laughs) I was crying my Oh God, it was so good. It was so good. I really, you know, I, I, I somebody yesterday, I think on Twitter, which by the way, Twitter's a hard room, so you got to go with the flow there. But somebody yesterday was talking about how, um, maybe it was today, how other couples don't get the same attention. They don't get the same writing. They don't get the same words. They don't get the same emotion. They don't get the same thing that others do. And I think that Ron, for whatever reason, does them well. He writes them so well, unlike anybody else on the show to me right now. And I don't want to say that as a bragging point. I don't want to say it as a as a pride thing. And I don't want to say it as a um, as like a negative because everybody wants their 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 couples their ships to to have that sensational writing, but I really think that he gives them such effort. And really, the show is is very heavy with vets right now, very heavy. So the few young couples that there are, you know, they have to. Really, I feel like they really have to fight to be um, front and center. So the fact that that Sarah and Ben get such focus and attention to me is very is very telling. What do you all think? Am I crazy? No, and and I think there's a couple of reasons for that. I think, uh, well, I'll say days as a whole. I think of all the four soaps, I've said this a million times and I'll say it a million more, I think on the whole, Days does, you know, in different degrees, I think they have the best couples. It's, it, they're not all cookie cutter. And I think 
I've long maintained you could take the worst couple on days at this point, and I think they'd be the best couple on the three soaps put together. And those who those of us who watch all four, I think, would probably agree to that. Um, but totally, I agree. Far, specifically speaking of sin, I think there's a couple of reasons why they they work. Well, you know, starting with the chemistry of the two actors, obviously that you know we'll start there. And then specifically the character of Sierra. Well, you know, Ben was a liked character even before, obviously not to this level, but then you have Sierra. So you have Robin V's chemistry. You have the character of Sierra, a legacy character, Bone Hope's daughter. So, I mean, that right there. And then you have their backstory. And um, so I think that combined with Ron and, and you know, the characters singly existed before Ron, but the couple is Ron's baby. I'm sure, and I mean, granted, Stabby is as well, but, you know, and I don't think, and like you said, I don't think it's necessarily putting other couples, because, I mean, every fan base thinks their couple is great, and rightfully so, but I think there are just many factors that make, I feel anyway, and I've been watching the show for, oh, I don't know, like 40 years, and I was very hesitant initially to even compare them to Bowen Hope, but now, for, diff- not for, di- for different reasons, I see the parallels in terms of they are the modern-day super couple, and like we, would, like we were just saying, at this point, the way Ron has, it's interesting because Ron has, I feel like Ron's written himself in a corner in that when, you know, God, God forbid, when and if, you know, they break up at some point or whatever, the angst is going to have to be very different because Every person, every couple loves the other, but he's written them. Not that I'm putting them with the John Laners and Steelers of the world because they don't have the longevity, but the commitment that they've had in two, you know, two and a half Salem years is, is to me not all that far behind. And when you when you write couples that connected, you have to work really, really hard if you want to tear them down. I mean, granted, it's a soap opera; it can be done, but it's going to have to really be some sort of piece of work because. I mean, right now, these two couldn't be more in love if they tried, and I'm sure the next time it'll be even more than that. So it's 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 interesting. Exactly. So that's my long way winded way of saying no, you're not crazy. Right, and yeah, also can I just add too? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It, if I could just add to really quick to that, I mean, just like with what's going on with Jarlena now, you know, with her and this Devino or whatever, and, you know, she's still, I mean, she's brainwashed, has that chip in her head or whatever, and she's, yet she still has some pieces of John, like, in her memory. You know, she's still like, well, I love John, I love you too, you know, just imagining him and everything like that. So it's like, you know, their love is that strong as well too. So I feel that if, you know, God forbid, I don't, I wouldn't want this to happen, but I mean, I know angst is going to come or whatever eventually, but they, they will always get over it. But if that, if that were to happen, let's just say the Sierra or whatever, I really feel that their love and bond is that strong that they will definitely overcome and they will never, you know, forget about one another, no matter what other person tries to get in between them or just whatever. You know, I just really feel like they have that, that same type of love, like not the longevity, but that love is solid as a rock it is there heck it's steel not even a rock so i i just just wanted to add that as well too no absolutely because and i think even ron referenced this in in a recent article um that um i think even when it was when talking about the preview actually just a couple of weeks ago that and i said this at the time i mean it doesn't take a rocket scientist that even though they were physically apart 
for the 16 months, you know, Salem time, their relationship got stronger. I mean, look, this, this, this chick, this badass took a guy at gunpoint into the high prison, high maximum security to save his life. I mean, she wasn't playing. <clears throat> so, um, I think and, you're right and it's about funny. How... Sorry, Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I, I think you're right about how he's sort of written himself into a corner with them because at this point, I can't even fathom like a third party coming in between. Like, I can't even fathom that. They oh, are no. so solidly that I can't. It's going to have to be family or or Ben loses it again somehow or something like that that tears him apart. Internal. About the future. Yes. It's interesting to think about the future angst for them because they are written like <laughs> I'm not sure who likes whom on this show or whatever, but to me they are now written for like Chabby was like Chad and Abigail were written for the uh, you know, around 2015 2016 even though Ben was involved in their lives you knew what was coming you knew what was going to happen you knew they were going to be together you knew they were in game you know all this stuff so i think they have put oh god people would kill me my chatty friends would kill me but i think they have put the they have swung the pendulum from chatty over to sin now um and they're getting the focus really <laughs> and it's just it's amazing to watch god don't tell any of my chatty <laughs> Michelle, don't worry. Some of us have had same conversations about ships on hospital shows and such, but you know what? I don't think it's that. And you know something? And it's not a negative to Chabby, Liaison, whatever. The bottom line is, it, it's, it's, I think Sin is a generational couple in the sense that, uh, uh, for example, I wish you talk about, well, let's just leave it to Chabby. I think Abby needs some. I think. I guess what I'll, I'll say it this way. Ben and Sierra have shown more dedication to each other in two years. than they, Even though it's nothing to take away from these other couples, but they've had their issues. I mean, so it's like I feel like at this point they've shown more loyalty and dedication to each other than some of the other couples. But that's just my opinion. It doesn't mean the other couples are bad. Right, right. I, I agree completely. No, they, they wrote Sierra as yeah. dedicated. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and and I think I think really you know then as well. I mean, in the sense that you know, I mean, regardless of whatever was happening with um, with him before, and obviously he was not in love with Abby, but you know, obsessed with Abby. But there was still that you know he 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 couldn't. You know, I mean, it's not like he wanted to stray, so to speak. He, you know, he is like a one-woman person, period, you know. Um, Two and course, six years, right? You know, obvious. <laughs> what was that? What was that? Two and six years. Two, oh, yeah, two, two and six years. years, yeah. So, <laughs> so, 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 you know, obviously completely different, you know, relationships, dynamics, obviously. But um, but still, you know, he's not one to, you know, just take his, uh, or he's not one to just, you know, kind of go from one person to another person or another person. So that's not in his makeup um, in the first place. Um, 
obviously one was more of an ill sort of thing and now it's true love. But regardless, it's still kind of the same in inbred in him that, you know, he's not going to be, you know, you know, a playboy or a player, so to speak. He's, you know, so he doesn't have that. And she's obviously super, super uh, loyal and dedicated. So therefore, you know, if something were to, I would say, a third party, it almost has to be something like the, uh, like what's happening with uh, Jarlena. I mean, it has right. to be something that's like, okay, this is out of the ordinary. You know, someone, right. you know, I think, I think, you know, it was suggested, you know, somewhere along the lines in, in one of the, you know, chats talking and stuff, well, you know, amnesia or something. I mean, that, that's the only thing I can see. You know, it's just like, you know, something happens and, you know, <clears throat> they forget for a moment and then you have to kind of come back and, you know, win the person over again, you know. And so those are the kinds of, you know, push and pull sort of angst sort of things that you can do instead of a third party. And and they and just, Michelle, you mentioned Chabby, and they sort of did that with Chabby in the sense that when she had the split personality and she was up all over Stefan, you know, you had the um, illness to fall back on. So even though, it, you know, it bothered Chad, but ultimately you knew it wasn't going to be the death nail to them because she wasn't in control. So it allowed them to play those layers, but still keep Chabby intact in the end. Absolutely. <clears throat> right. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, um, so then we go to um, Sierra. I have to do this. I'm sorry, but Sierra delivered news to him in prison <laughs> um, that uh, Evan's conviction was thrown out, so he had a little delay. And like I said, he had a, uh, the Clyde conversation, and then the conversation with Will. Will, Will brought him the, the chicken ramen and the trail mix. Hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, only did, didn't bring him that much because he anticipated that. It, and even I even liked the fact that when Will said, "Oh, I thought Sierra would be here," and she's like, "You know." Um, yeah, I had to tell her to go home, you know, go see Hope, which was nice. And, and I liked the conversation with Rafe because Sierra says, you know, I feel guilty, which, of course, she would as a daughter. But I don't think they – I personally don't think they overdid it. I thought her reaction was um, fine. And I actually – the first time I found Gina hilarious was when she was throwing shade to Sierra about dating a serial killer. I thought it was hilarious. It's the only time I found the woman funny, even before. <laughs> Um, it was hilarious because it's true. Um, so, um, uh, I assume I assume we all liked the Will and Ben scenes. Absolutely, I liked I them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were good. Ben Very needs good. a friend. <laughs> he needs a friend. Yeah, yeah. he does. Yeah. Um, friend, so bad. Love it. Love it. Is it he needs more than that. He needs I the best man. I wonder what it will actually win over people for him. I, you know, for the most part, I, th- I think the people that he needs to win over, I think he has mainly Hope and even Rafe, um, the, the um, what's their faces, the, the grandparents here, Julian, Doug. Um, he's never going to win Chabby over, nor should he. So I think really at this point for me, the people he needed to win over first and foremost was Hope. That's that's the uh, you know and sh- and by extension oh, Sean yeah. Douglas and and the, and the grandparents. Other than that, I don't think it even really matters in terms of um, 
I don't even care about Victor, really. I think for Sierra's, because um, uh, Ben is always, always, always points out that he doesn't, you know, he, it always bothered him that their relationship came between her and her mother. So now that the mother's on board, and I'm sure Sean Douglas is at this point. Um, and even, and I think even, you know, when uh, prior to the time jump, or um because JJ was pretty nasty to him, and I'm, I'm, and I'm not saying that I'm not saying that as a criticism. If someone did that to my sister, yeah, I'd be wanting, you know. But even JJ and him seemed to have a little uh, thawing after he helped, you know, when Jordan clocked JJ over the head. So really, uh, can anyone think of anybody that hasn't come around that's important to Sierra that needs to? I think I think we're good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Victor, yeah, okay, whatever. I'm remembering back how long it took for Jack to get the audience's redemption and the people in Salem's redemption after raping Kayla years, 100 years ago. Um, It took a while. Jennifer was about the only one that could stand him for a year and a half or so. So uh, it's it's interesting. And also, Stefan will be back soon. And I'm assuming they'll be in a bike shop together somehow. I don't know. But... um, so he'll he'll have that back, and I think that I almost think that um, the um, oh I'm jumping ahead I'm not gonna do that never mind <laughs> I'll save that for later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's so funny because we we mean when you think about it we didn't have, it wasn't like it was quality not quantity but yet you know between the infirmary scenes and then what we're about to get into I mean oh lord so it seems like you know then the Clyde thing the only thing. I, I will, this is why I love DMs. DMs are a wonderful thing because, you know, hopefully what happens in DMs stays in DM because I would never, ever, ever complain publicly for a lot of reasons because we, uh, we have, well, I'm going to be blunt, we have no right to complain. That doesn't mean that, that, now that doesn't mean that we can't say, oh, we're such and such. Like, for example, the only thing that I would have liked is if when Sierra was leaving the prison that with the day that she had to tell Ben that, uh, Evans uh, recanted his confession. The only thing that I would have liked is if she had a crossover scene with um, Clyde. Now it could very well be it, it was it, that could very well have been a taping thing with James Reed as to why we didn't get it. But I'm just saying that's the only thing that I would have liked for him personally to thank her for saving Ben's life. But other than that, you know, um, he acknowledged that she's a badass and so on and so forth and. So that's good. He still not he still doesn't get an invite to the wedding though. Nope. Um, anybody that tried to kill them know they get they gotta sit outside in the parking lot. Sorry, you can't you can't do it. Um, By the way, so well, expression when James Reed called her a badass, I howled. That was so Rob and not Ben smiling like that. <laughs> He, I think James Reed makes him laugh so much, and I think that was Rob's moment. Well, that, I mean, his whole giddiness was hilarious. I, he was downright giddy. It was. So um, they had to wait a little extra, but, you know, they say good things come to those who wait. Oof. And it's funny because um, I uh, – so um, what was it this week? Um, Sarah's at the uh, – precinct talking to Justin about what happened in court and Justin's telling her you know I brought I pointed out to the judge that 
if um, they choose to bring charges against Evan, that's their business, but we have enough for, for, to release my, my client, basically, and Sarah says, what did the judge mm-hmm. say? And then Justin didn't get a chance to answer because in walks the guy himself. He says, the judge said, you're free to go. And girl turned around and saw the guy. So I was hoping that he would um, surprise her, and he did. We uh, talk about the jump in his arms, you know. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> funny how I said that to Susie. Was, uh, great. I said to Susie because when we we actually we, we actually we probably should that promo last Friday a week ago. It's funny how when they splice the promo, in the promo it looks like she's further back when she jumps into his arms than what it ended up being, at least to me. When she jumped in his arms, it looked like. It, when I watched the promo prior to, it seemed like she had a, a further run, but nope, she was right there. Um, so then um, they leave and go to the Horton Town Square, and he's just soaking it all in. And when he said, and she's like, what's the matter? And he says, what's the matter? I'm walking through Horton Town Square. My, when he said, my beautiful Sierra, that was a swoon. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is <laughs> uh, my beautiful Sierra by my side. I'm like, oh my gosh. Boning. <laughs> I tell you, yeah. I know, right? <laughs> we just that we're just getting started. So then they're talking, oh, and I she know. says, "What do you want? What do you want to do?" <laughs> and so they're sitting there, and he's drinking. I guess he was drinking a coffee or a smoothie or whatever. And oh, and then she had see another thing detail that Ron threw in there was that you know Sierra asked, "What did?" Rafe say about David. So once David gets settled back in, Uncle Ben can go see him anytime he wants, and Auntie, and soon to be Auntie Sierra. And maybe they'll get some ideas of their own. Um, <clears throat> and then Ben said, you know, I honestly almost thought of asking Rafe if I could crash with him. And Sierra says, well, why don't you come and live with me at the mansion? There's privacy, and he's, and that's not what he was thinking. And I'm thinking, yeah, no. Although I would like him to see the big dumb thug, so um, he he wasn't feeling living at the mansion at Hotel Kiriakis. Did anybody want him to go there with her and live with her? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I didn't. No. <laughs> That's a negative. <laughs> so um. I, my I learned something. To irritate the other family members, but you know, other than that, no, not permanently. Yeah, I mean, like like a night. <laughs> well, that's what I thought. And you know what's funny? Uh, as much as Victor drives me nuts, I do find it funny that, because I'm sure Sierra didn't run this by Victor because she didn't know he was out. The funny thing is everybody invites people to live up in Victor's house without asking them. <laughs> it's kind of funny. <laughs> Nobody ever asks, hey, can I bring so-and-so? They just bring them on in. So uh, I, I did notice this in that scene, though. It was kind of, I don't know why this struck me, but it was just kind of funny because I was like, you know, he mentioned, um, you know, that Victor would hold a grudge and this and that. But I'm like, going, but wait a minute, he tried to kill you. <laughs> so, so, so why are you so worried about the guy holding the grudge about, uh, you know, thinking that he was the one who framed you, you know, or... <laughs> Like, wait, <laughs> he tried to kill you first, so 
I think you guys have mutual reasons to not really want to cohabitate, but that's just me. <laughs> I do want to, I do want to see a confrontation between him and the big dumb thug, though. If he ever finds out that that dude put his fingertips on her, oof, not gonna oh, be happy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and I'm okay with a little with a little serial, a little um. <clears throat> anger coming out of him because nobody gets to do that to his woman and get away with it. <clears throat> so um, she says she's not ready to share him with the world yet. And so I learned something new. I had no earthly idea that the Salem Inn was literally three steps from that bench. I'm like, it's, <laughs> it's right on top of the bench. I never knew that. You never realized yeah. that before? No. Nope. So, <clears throat> and what's interesting is, you know how, um, so, she, and the funny thing is, she drags around, she drags that man around by the, by the hand like, like it's, uh, like it's, uh, second nature. So, they're in the, the hallway and some funny things happen. He says, uh, why aren't you opening the door? And she says, I'm nervous. He says, me too. And so, and then he kisses her, and he says, uh, I've been dreaming about this moment for so long. And I'm, at that moment, I'm thinking, it's funny, because we, we talked about this when they went on the quote-unquote, when they had their romantic interlude. Um, you know how certain, well, I'm sure we'll talk about this a little later, because it's kind of, kind of relevant, but I said to someone yesterday, I'm wondering if a scene got cut, because the way those two were acting, if you just turned on that show that day, Though you now in Salem, of course, we know a day lasts a month and a half. <clears throat> when they were talking about being nervous, and he was saying he'd been praying, you know, wait, wishing for this moment. If you didn't know any better and you didn't watch, would you have guessed that they were together a week prior in the dump in the gatehouse? So I'm saying to myself, that was weird did we? Writing. Did they? But you know, you know, in my mind, in my mind, because the way they played it, it never happened in terms of them reuniting in, you know, the biblical way, because I almost feel like, geez, did we miss a line where they started to, and someone should have, wanted, they, they should have had the conversation where, you know, we almost did, but your leg hurt and we stopped because why would they be nervous when they literally just saw each other and they, we thought okay. they did, you know, what we did. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think for, for me, and I, I kind of talked with um, a few peeps about this, um, I think for me, you know, there's a difference because, you know, at the gatehouse, they were kind of under the stress and, you know, it's like they didn't know if they were going to see each other, you know, ever again. So this was kind of a, you know, I want, you know, to make love to you, um, you know, in that kind of setting. This is totally different, though. So I kind of feel like it was a little bit of a nervousness of, of a newness because they now have the freedom. They know that they can be together. They know that they have a future together. And wow, this is really happening. And I'm kind of nervous about this. And I think it, I think for me, that's kind of how I decided to, to take it. Not that, that that didn't happen. Uh, I think it was just under so, such different circumstances that this particular um, uh, time and the reason why they were so nervous is like, wow, this is really, you know, something that is um, 
happening to us now and you know we can actually you know move forward together and wow what do we do with this what do we do with all this emotions okay we're really excited and and you know it's like okay once we step through that door you know things are going to start and maybe that's a little bit you know it's, it's a long time to have been apart even if you were together a couple weeks earlier or whatever it was okay. <laughs> That's that's as good of, of an explanation as I've heard. It was just strange that, you know, if, if you were just tuning in, you would never know <clears throat> that they were just together. But either way, <clears throat> so, um, oh, I Was that too deep for you, Carrie? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> um, he, uh, so they finally got their wits about them enough to open the door and, uh, they put the do not disturb sign on the door. I mean, I've been saying that for weeks, and they even that detail. So um, he was so cute. He's like, is this a room with four walls and not bars? <clears throat> and he said, is, this, is that a shower? And she said, yeah. Are there 19 tattooed convicts? That was, I cracked up. And he said, yeah, I did too. Um, I'm, you know, I'm dying for a shower without an audience. And, of course, we're all sitting here going, well, well, you're going you're to have an audience of one. <clears throat> well... <laughs> And uh, she, he goes off into the bathroom, and she calls the front desk for some things. And uh, next we see him, we see his feet in the shower, and he's got company. And he didn't seem all that upset about it. I'm, t- I'm thinking he likes that, <laughs> that audience. I love how she had just said I thought it was kind of funny, too, because I kind of thought it was kind of a play on the fact that, you know, obviously that it's a it's a soap and, you know, that, you know, we had the soap audience watching it, too. So I thought it was kind of a twofold sort of sort of thing there, <laughs> which I thought was kind of cute. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny that she had just said, let's take it slow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, right. Jumped in the shower <laughs> Yeah, yeah like, like, yeah, taking it slow. Uh-huh. Wink, wink, wink. <laughs> right, right. Well, and I think even before that, she had said something. Then, he, Yeah, and then she's, yeah, and he's like, oh, I really hope we're thinking the same thing. And I'm like, well, duh. And he was concerned about giving her, her a beard burn. How cute. So I know. Cute. That was cute. Adorable. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Yeah, when he said, when he said beard, beard burn, the collective view, you know, the, the, there was a collective sigh from every woman viewer that had hoped that she would shame him. When he said, I thought, oh, my God, she's going to shave his face. I was so <laughs> <laughs> like, there it is. Uh, waiting. Yes. <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> somebody, somebody, tell me who was the last woman to shave a man on that show? I don't know. I have no earthly idea. I think, yeah, I don't think I've ever seen it. Seen that happen? Oh, I'm sure. Dug it. I've I'll never see seen it on the show. Out. But do you know? I have. I, I have no earthly idea. I'm I sure. I'm sure. I'm sure someone has had to, but I've never seen it on a show personally. It was my own eyes. <laughs> I haven't seen it either at all. It was perfect, and it was up close, and their eye contact was oh. on 
point. It well, it's funny because, well, I was dead wrong about Cleveland Shaven Day because up until about a month or so ago, I had convinced myself that it was a proposal because what else would he have shaved for? But obviously we know now. But what's interesting is they had him, sh- you know, growing <laughs> even more. But it's funny because I, I don't think it even, you know, until he shaves, it's almost like when he has his regular scruff, it never even occurs. Like it's just it's barely there that it doesn't even occur to me that the man has a beard, but now once he, you know, grew it in, but, um, so she's got her razor, but I thought it was interesting. I said, it, it, the way they were kissing, I'm like, I even said to Susie, I said, you think that could be cool? Because I'm sorry, I'm not kissing somebody like that with them having, so I can taste their shaving cream. I'm just not, no, not happening. <laughs> I have no problem with it. <laughs> me either. Me either. I, I, I don't want to. I'm good. I don't want to. I don't want to taste. Whatever. I don't want to taste Barbasol. I'm sorry. It's all um, good. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. That, uh, yeah, that's all good. And then what did he say? No, oh, I'm uh, fine I, with it. <laughs> He didn't know he was getting a spa day, and she said the best is yet to come, so she grabs the um, body wash and um, washes the prison off of him, and then she rinses him, (laughs) and they kiss a few times, and, uh, you know, like the kisses. Mm -hmm. Um, That that in and of itself needs a a segment, but I don't know if we can do that. Um, (laughs) If not if not if we well, want to keep we our heads could. above water. Um, <laughs> I I think I found something that's unique. Not not very not very. It's not a common occurrence, but um, it happens. So um, after she had you know rinsed him with the the cloth, and she's like, okay, all set, and he's like, uh, not so fast, and. Um, he proceeds to place her up against the wall and do what he does best, go at her neck, and then Woo! all of a sudden, all of a sudden, he disappeared. I don't know what I don't know what happened to him. <clears throat> I, I wonder, you know, the smile on her face. I mean, what what could he have ever done? I mean, I don't know. You know, yeah. to go the role the role of Petey oh. was played by the role of Petey was played by Sierra. <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh my God! Yes, right. I will. I was a good one, Carrie. Watch these scenes fifteen times again. Right? (laughs) Only fifteen. That's very, very limited. (laughs) Right. And actually, it's it's one of those things. Fifteen and raise you twenty-seven. I think right? it's funny, too. Though, that's one of those scenes, a lot of times with their scenes, you have to watch them multiple times because, for instance, <laughs> when, when I first watched it a few times, I, like after the first few times, I didn't realize, like I saw him kissing her neck, but, you know, with the first couple of times, I didn't realize he had come around to the front and then started working his way, like in terms of kissing her neck and then down her chest. I'm like, oh, I missed that the first time. There, there was, you have to watch more than once because you inevitably miss stuff. You do. Yeah, you do. Uh, yeah, research. Yeah. Research, right, exactly. And, and, and exactly. My number one I, motto. I figured it out too. I we think all love research. Right. And oh, yeah. I figured I'm out the censors the NBC censors must have been on quarantine because and it, it's funny because, I mean, it's a soap, obviously, you know you're only gonna see so much, but even with that, once we saw the promo and we saw, you know, 
part of it. Then you say to yourself, okay, what else are we going to get? And you know, obviously, they can only go so far. But on the, but having said that, it still shocked me and gave me something I didn't expect. Now, see, I thought that that love scene was done. Uh, it, it alluded to a lot of things, but I don't think it was raunchy. I went back and watched no. the EJ and Abby shower scene a couple days ago or yesterday. That was raunchy. I mean, they showed her side self and the faces she was making, that was raunchy. This had a different tone to it. Uh, and I think that this was very sexy. Love, love very versus sexy. lust, I think, is the difference. It was sensual. Yes. It was. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, you said Abby, Abby and who? To be honest you, said Abby, you said Abby and who scenes? I'm sorry. EJ. Oh, okay. I mean, EJ. Okay, okay. I couldn't stand them, so I, I don't really. It doesn't, I, I mean, I, I know they're. Yeah, I, I didn't. Right, that, I that's didn't, why I didn't say anything else because I didn't. I didn't like them either. So <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't even watch Days back. I didn't watch Days back then. I took a big hiatus from it, um, and so oh, okay. people were mentioning that scene this week. So I went back and watched it, and my eyes were like, Oh, okay, that was. Something. I mean, she had fancy. <laughs> she is not afraid of a love scene. I'll say that. And it's like you said. I, I mean, it, it was totally for a different feel and different. It was. It was meant right. to be because she was. He was engaged to Sammy, and she was. She. You know, she was the other woman and stuff. So it was totally different. But and that's the funny thing. And I say this all the time. Ironically, thank. I, I will say that one thing. Thank God for recast because in the prior incarnation, let's just say we could never have sin. Let's just put it that way. But even that's mm-hmm. what made me a Ben fan right from the jump is because when Abby was a town pariah, even when it was the bad Ben, sorry, um, he befriended her and, you know, gave her the time of day when everybody else was looking at her like she was, uh, you know, the town bicycle. <laughs> and... <laughs> so, she was... Um, Anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> and the funny thing is, I didn't, I didn't even not like EJ and, and Abby because I wasn't a GMB fan. It wasn't even that. I just thought it was nasty. I just nothing, nothing appealed. But like, it was, it was, it was kind of raunch and lust and whatever. But that's why, that's where I became a Ben fan because I mean, it was just some dude there. But he was good to her, and then she did what he, she did to him. But whatever. Um, that's enough of that nonsense. Um, well, I think, you know, the, the thing is, you know, things I are... think, go ahead, go ahead, no, go ahead, I was just going to say, cheating, I think I'm switching cheating, a little bit, cheating love scenes are worlds different content than actual love, love scenes, so, yes, and actually we weren't, I wasn't changing the subject, that's kind of where I was going to go at, too, it's like, I think, you know, depending upon, um, what is meant to you know be told obviously in the story is how you're going to get that played out. You can totally get you know raunchy or whatever, but that would make that really wouldn't make sense with Ben and Sierra. You're going, you know, I mean, not 
Oh, yeah, it doesn't fit their story. It's got to be loving. I mean, it doesn't mean that it can't be hot. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But but it has to have the love aspect to it. And so I think sometimes that the love aspect to it is actually hotter than the other because of, of, of that connection that you have. So that actually makes it hotter and more intimate than the raunch or or the more graphic aspect of things. The The innuendo is sometimes a little bit more sexy. Right. Go ahead. Yeah. And and even, excuse me, and even in the shower seat, because to this day, for whatever reason, they still, even in the dialogue and even in the physical aspect of it, they still have Sierra, <clears throat> excuse me, bring, being the initiator to most of the physical contact, except for, with the exception of in the shower scene, he finally took charge, but in a good, loving, passionate way. When right. he said, uh-uh, not so I love fast. That I mean, ready to jump oh, yeah. I love, it. <laughs> I love that she's ready to jump his bones at any given moment. I love it. I know, mm-hmm. me too. It's a bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and and then him with that fistful of hair every time. Good God! And I think that says something about empowerment to her or with her. You know, we've talked about this before. You know, just the fact that she's a rape survivor, and the fact that she has no issues whatsoever with Ben as far as being able to be free with him and to, you know, kind of, you know, test some of those boundaries. She obviously trusts him and, and has no issues with with that. And, and as, you know, I'm sure rape survivors, that's got to be super, super difficult to do. So, um, so I just think that that is kind of a, it gives, I don't know, I, I, I think the writing of that even in terms of empowering women in general, you know, outside of the uh, soap world. I think that that's kind of a really uh, kind of a, a neat story to, to tell <laughs> with the audience that, you know, you, hey, you can, you know, you may have had something like this happen to you, but you know what, you can take that power back and you can still trust people. And, you know, you just have to find the person to be able to do that. And I, I think it's kind of a really cool um, um, story for a woman. I really, I really I, That's like a it. great word, empowerment, because that's, what you said is exactly how I feel, like putting the power back into her hands, <clears throat> because obviously when she was raped, it was taken away from her. And, he st- and he's, even after the two years and three years in Salem, he still continues to have it from that perspective and and it and it's fine and I think it's a good thing because it, it just it just for them it just works he does and he doesn't feel mm-hmm. like I don't and, and I think the character of Ben doesn't feel any less because of it I think it's actually you know mm-hmm. something I'm sure he loves right and also you know and I'm going to take it even back like when they were in the hallway before they you know went into the room this week <laughs> and when she was like you know he was like well she said well how come you're not open the door and he said because you, know, you have the keys like that's right well I'm nervous and you know she she let them know she she's know she's vulnerable with him and she's comfortable with that because he mm-hmm. knows how to resonate that with her and he knows how to kind of ease her mind and and he was like you know he doesn't jump down her throat like you know most guys are like well why I mean they would just be not not, not as sensitive 
and, and, and understanding as right. Ben. And, you know, Ben was even like, you know, well, you know what, honestly, me too. Here, feel mine. You know, he, he, he actually talks to her and opens her up and, you know, just say, you know, I understand. I get it. You know, me too. You know, and the thing is, you no, know, he was just about to be executed. So it's like he could have, they didn't even have, I mean, they did all this. And, I mean, now they're at this point that he's free, you know, he was, and then he was just a few days later before he was on his deathbed, literally. And it's just a lot, you know. So I mm-hmm. think that he definitely can, you know, their love is just so strong that, you know, with her being raped, raped survivor, like you said, the empowerment, I love that too. And it just shows how, um, how attentive Ben is and how loving and supportive that he is and how respectful he is also. So I thought that message was just perfect too in that moment. And I think there's, there's, a, there's an element to him that still, even probably to this day, there's an element of him that still can't believe that he's with her and he's worthy of her. So, and he doesn't want to disappoint her. I feel like at least that's what I get sometimes when I hear and listen to the dialogue. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, and I think, too, you know, we with with his past and everything, too, I think it's one of those things of he's, I think because of his past, I think that kind of allows him to, be fine with her taking the lead as well because I don't think he wants to seem like he's going um, in a different way. You know, you know, like... Or pushing her to something that she doesn't yeah, want. Yeah, <laughs> Never wants yeah. Never want to be the aggressor. How, how sometimes... Go ahead. Would he never wants to be the aggressor. Mm-hmm. Right, right, yeah, exactly. Thank uh-huh. you. That's, uh-huh. that's kind of the word that I was looking for, and it's like, and it's not. I mean, because sometimes those scenes when you know you, um, like, okay, for example, when he pushed her up against the wall in the shower, that was done in a in in a way that wasn't an aggressive way. Right, but you right. see some scenes. We've seen it. We've seen it in other scenes when he that could have happened, but it would have been, maybe, I don't know, I didn't see the E-Jabby e scenes. I don't know if that was like that at all in there. It wasn't it forceful. Was aggressive. Usually those you things know, are more, it wasn't forceful. Those scenes are yeah, more forceful and, and dramatic where he right. kind of just right. leaned, you know, you know, guided her back and just kind of set, kind of yeah. put, set her there. Right. And, and I say this even... And I'll give an example uh, from the hospital show talking about our favorite couple from before and Michelle I know you know too you know that very first Jalexa scene where he pushed her up against the door mm-hmm. that was a lot more aggressive than what you saw with um, I mean of course it was supposed to be passionate that's not what I'm saying but there was more um, physic- authority uh, authority there yes yes uh, from the guy and it was appropriate in that setting with it, it, for for that particular couple, but it wouldn't be for Ben and Sierra. So, you know what I mean? So I think it's just a different way. It was still it was still hot. It was still he pushed her up against the wall, but it was just a different dynamic. Well, and you know what gets me? You know what it strikes me about that scene, and it's interesting that it, it, as you all, well, maybe most of you know, I have a visual impairment, but one thing that always, and I said, and I know I said this to Susan, I don't know if I said to you, Karen, one thing that struck me in that, and, and it was subtle, the, the just 
it, and I don't know if it was meant to be this way or if it was just an acting choice, but he 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 leaned into her with his left shoulder ever so subtly to kind of just put her in place, so to speak. Did you, did you see that when he when he had her up against the wall, he just kind of leaned into her ever so slightly, but it was just it wasn't aggressive or obtrusive. It was just kind of just in the moment and in the motion. Right. Um, so I, and the thing is, I always go back to the scene in the cabin. This started with him. See, the man, the man is a serial killer, but when you think about it, even in the cabin on that first day, I'm going to assume it was the first day or the next morning, when he was changing his shirt. Now, remember, he hadn't overheard her yet that she had been raped. When he was changing his shirt, and he saw that she saw him, he said, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to make you feel uncomfortable. And that was before he heard that she was raped. So that, to me, was um, telling even then. So once he finds out she's raped, it's all the more he's going to, you know, even in the almost love scene when he stopped and said, are you, you know, are you sure you're ready? It's always, his first thought is always for her safety and comfort. So just the way it is. Um, we we should probably, I don't know, um, what's that? He's the most tender serial killer ever. <laughs> he really is. <laughs> yeah, he is. exactly. That's hilarious. <laughs> He's so gentle. <laughs> as far as serial killers go, you know. Yeah. 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 He's, he's, he's in a fa- Bless him. All my friends he, laugh at me at work that I'm so in love with a reformed serial killer. They're like, you're nuts. They're like, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm medicated, but I'm not. He's medicated. It's good. Um, we'll cut, let's, let's, go, let's go back a minute to the infirmary because we, we um, there were so many, I, I, let's try to think. I, there was, I don't know, four or five swoon-worthy lines. Um, I think I did a poll this week too, but what was, I'll start with you, Karen. If you had to pick your favorite line from the infirmary dialogue, what would it have been? What would it be? From the infirmary? Yeah. Um, oh, my goodness. Um, <laughs> now I have to think back. <laughs> um, oh, 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 oh. Um, so, well, <laughs> well, you know, and <laughs> I do like the uh, kick-ass action hero. <laughs> you know how much I love that. Um, but um, I think for, for, for the fun one, that, that would be that. So I'm going to have two here. So I, I just like that a lot. Um, but then I think for – I'm going to give one – or actually maybe I'll have three. I like that. And I also liked the um, – what Sierra was saying, you know, when she was uh, saying that that um, that they're forever, baby, you know, mm-hmm. that part of things, uh, and you know, him, of course, describing the um, that they were telling, or he was telling um, that he told himself their story. I I really liked those particular lines. I think. But they were all so good. I really, you, as you can tell, I was struggling there. So <laughs> it, it, it's like choosing between the kids that you don't have. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I yeah. say that all the time. And 
that's kind of for me too. Like I told herself a story, and <clears throat> when you proceed to tell her, but it, on a side note, the editing, how they wove the, they they pretty much gave us the whole love scene again, at, at with the other um, pieces of video too, which I thought that that whole montage was beautiful. Um, Katie, do you have a particular line from the infirmary dialogue that is your fave? My favorite? Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. That's like asking me to pick my favorite kid, and I don't have any. <laughs> um, <laughs> I say that all the time. All right, I'll come back to you. If you think of one, you can say it. Okay, Kim, how yeah. about you? Okay. I, I got to make this hard. Um, <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> Of course, and you all know this. I like everything that's said between them. But this, the the one that really stood out to me was when he was telling her, you know, his thoughts and what he was thinking, with his life flashed before his eyes, and he just basically mm-hmm. thought about all the same, all the times, you know, he shared with her, and like he was like, you know, this, you know, you, you know, life started when I met you and stuff like that. And I just, all those things just flashed. I mean, that was just, just just epic to me. I just adored that. You know, like that's what you're going to remember, you know, that right when you're literally about to die, you know. And he told her that. and It was just all about her. And I just thought that was the most romantic thing ever. So that's what stands out to me. <laughs> I, and, oh, but I'm going to go to you, Michelle. But you know what I was just thinking, Karen? You, had, you used the word empowerment. And just to jump back for a second because it ties into this, when he said um, – when he was saying, when I found you on the side of the road, when, when the first time I kissed you, and the way he said, making love with you for the first time. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I was reading into this. He said, with you instead of to you. Mm-hmm. Did, it, did, did, you did you think anything of the word with as opposed to to you, or is that just me overthinking it? I actually always do, um, you know, and to be honest with you, <laughs> I'm trying to think, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but they use with a lot more than two with this couple, it seems like to me. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong on that, but it feels like that they, they do that a little bit more with them. Um, so when I um, – because, yeah, I think even when she asked him in the gatehouse, she also said, <laughs> with you. Mm-hmm. So, um, so um, I just – I like that because it's a little bit more – Of an equal footing – yeah, yeah, and I think that that I don't know if that's done on purpose by the you know by the writing team or or what or or even you mm. know if that's kind of a choice with the actors I don't know you know because I know Victoria for example is very much empowerment for women sort of thing too I mean maybe not empowerment but you know what I mean by that mm-hmm. um, she's very much that way so you know it's very possibly possibly a um, choice there as well. Um, regardless I like it <laughs> so I think I think it's um, very much them and I think it makes it makes sense rather than I don't know I just I like the shared qualities that they have you know that that everything is kind of a give and take and and um, you know I think Victoria even said it like day of days you know it's like not one is what was that uh, line where, where one is not uh, at the top of the mountain and the other one's swimming in the river below, you know, they're, they're kind of, they're kind of together in everything. And so I, I think that that kind of just continues that thought, mm-hmm. you know, um, so. Michelle, do you have a favorite line from the infirmary dialogue? 
I, I do. And it's really the, it's really that whole segment, but I love, they came in on, they, the, the camera comes in on her laying on his chest and she looks, she's looking out, you know, just sort of dreamily. And, and mm. she says that she couldn't have imagined her life without him. And he goes, Oh, come on. And she sits up and starts talking to him. And she says, I can't, you don't get it. I cannot fathom living my life without you. And he goes, you're, you're young and you're beautiful. You would have moved on. He still can't fathom her Mm -hmm. wanting and needing him as much as she does. And then she goes into we, you are my one and only love. We are forever, baby. And I was like, yeah, you are. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So good. Yep. I like her. Yeah, it's like, and the I look on his face when, when she did that, yeah, or when yeah. he, when he uh, said that to her, it was like, oh, come on, you know, really? Sierra, <laughs> you know, there's no way that you wouldn't move on. You're, you're young, you know, everything's like, I mean, it's, you can't really feel that way. I know that you feel this way about me now, but, you know, it would have been fine. <laughs> it's just kind of like, uh, no, Ben. <laughs> and then she yeah. lays that speech on him, and he stares at her like, oh, oh okay. Burns a hole right through I her. Mean, <laughs> yeah. It's it was a very the moving segment. And then... She, she, he tells her she's his kick-ass action hero. Mm-hmm. Perfect. We have Bobcat. We have kick-ass action hero. Guy's going to have his hands full. <laughs> he knows. And, <laughs> I and, think he's good with it. And, and God forbid, and I, and I, of course, I want Cinnabons, but that. I would love nothing more than a baby girl because that man would never have a minute's peace. Do you remember those scenes with uh, God with everybody? It, he talks to Hope and he says this. He talks to Marlena and he says this. He talks to everybody and says something along the lines of, she doesn't listen to me. She's still- oh, the girl doesn't listen to me. Yeah, the girl doesn't listen to me. I just think it's so freaking funny. I cackle when he says that. Between a serial killer and a legacy character, the legacy character is the one that doesn't listen to anybody. I just think it's it's perfect writing for them. She does, the girl doesn't listen to me. I don't know what to say. Well, she doesn't hear me. So. Well, it was nice to see them on top of the bed as opposed to under the bed like like that time. The, I mean, that, that the perfect example <laughs> is when, when she beat him to the hotel room. That was the funniest shit. He's like, what, what the hell? Yeah, on top is much better. Mm-hmm. Nice bigger bed, except that, ice, that headboard with all the dimples is driving me nuts. But other than that, um, it was okay. So um, I take it we're all not too thrilled that we did not, again, we got gypped from seeing the feeding. Feeding yeah. and champagne. They were looked to be like toasting or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and now this time we know it's stills. They can't say it's stills because <laughs> they can't say it's stills this time because there were too many different shots now. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, so you know, the one you could might you might be able to say that it was a photo still. Not sure if I believe it or not, but yeah, you know, we'll we'll give them the first time. This one, no, there's too many different shots. 
<laughs> yeah, and really, like it, it does. It, it doesn't make sense to have that as a still shot, given you know how we know the feeding thing is. Well, because she said she likes to reciprocate. She likes reciprocating. So there you go. I I don't I don't get it, but you know whatever. I just, I mean. This. I hated that but, the um the scenes that were, I guess replaced there. Some of them didn't even didn't. It didn't even apply to the episode. Like the Roman and and Hattie stuff could have been another day. Like I was going, really? What? That doesn't even have anything right. to do with anybody else's story today. But mm-hmm. I guess right. don't contract. get me started on the ventriloquist, please. You're gonna ruin my mood. <laughs> 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 oh boy! <laughs> uh, I liked him a hundred years ago when he was Chris Kostachek and he was running around with Mrs. Shannon Swede. But okay. Uh, um, I just, it's so, you know, I show, I think all of us, you know, had hoped for the shot. When I saw, I swear, I went 4.59, I was, last Friday, I was refreshing that promo, and when I saw it play out, like the first couple of seconds, and I heard the narrator, what he said, I stopped, and I freaked, and I started DMing, I think, Susie or somebody, and I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, shower, I freaked, and then I, I hadn't even finished watching it yet, and I'm like, I, and it's like, we had wanted it, we asked for it, but I'm like, oh my God, he's given it. Everything we've, so far, knock on wood, everything we wanted, he's delivering it to us. Mm-hmm. He's listening. Clearly, yeah. right down to the do not disturb sign. Oof. No hope was at the door, <laughs> no phones ringing. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I'm curious, though, to see where they will work and where they're going to live because it's not going to be a hotel curiosity. At least I don't, unless he changes his mind. No, and she's not going back to Titan if she's looking for a job. <clears throat> Fine by me. <clears throat> First, use the Titan credit card for a few more days at that sale. Man, on the expense account. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So where will they live? Where do you all think they're going to live? I, well, they're not going back to the... I, mean, I, mean, I don't know. I mean... I guess that the, the, her loft is all broken up, right? That the loft that uh, she and Tranquil and uh, the Firestarter lived in doesn't exist anymore, from what I understand. Um, I, I assume. Once the, what's that? Wasn't there ta- wasn't there talk of them bringing back one of the older lofts or something? Yeah. There was talk, but I don't know what corner it came from. I want to say it was in one of the magazines, but I don't remember which one. If they were going to bring back the what now? The 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 Bowen Hope Stephen Kayla loft. Yeah. Oh yeah, I did, oh. I did hear something about that. Maybe it was in my. But I don't know if it was from anything. <laughs> wasn't that where Gina and Stefano? Wasn't that where Gina and Stefano were hanging out? I thought, unless I'm wrong, or unless that oh, was another one. I don't know. I assume that once they make it more official, they'll get their own place put in the, in the interim. I, I have no earthly idea where they'll go, where they'll stay, but um, we shall see. I don't even know if she doesn't work at Titan. I wonder what she's going to do. I would love to see her follow in her mother's footsteps and join the Academy. Oof. Yeah, I would like to see that. I'd like to see, or and in the meantime, or something, PI, you know, something related to that, because I think 
A, she's really good at it, at it. And I, what's interesting is I think he's really good at that kind of thing too. So it would be kind of cool to see something, whether it not be full-fledged, but, you know, something where they can still kind of kind of do those kind of action. I, I personally would love to see them be more of the um, action type of um, – <coughs> characters on the show you know you you, you got to figure out you know I think it's been brought up in different podcasts you know like what are you going to do with Ben and Sierra that kind of thing what are they going to be what kind of couple are they going to be and I really feel like they should be that sort of couple because I think they're that we've seen that they're really good at that type of thing and uh, so I'd like to see that personally I you know you know they can have that bike shop but you know maybe it can be a front for you know or a, a side job for the uh, PI or something I don't know <laughs> I don't know they can figure it out but yeah. <laughs> that's what I want <laughs> yeah I can't see her sitting behind a desk it's just because it, actually she's better at solving crimes than the PCPD because she, she solved Will and she solved Ben so Yep. Yeah, that was my whole yep. thing. You know, I mean, it's cool. I think that it was really another, that, that other kind of empowerment sort of thing by letting her, or not letting her, but but by um, having her be a junior executive and that kind of thing. I think it's great. I think, you know, maybe she was really, you know, she was good at it. But I don't see that character to me feels much more um, hands-on than a job that Titan would allow in my world. So, well, well, you're right about her being hands-on, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw those I saw those hands all over somebody's abs. You, you're damn straight she's hands-on. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, just saying. I'm not disagreeing. <laughs> Right. I uh, and I think um, so. We all saw the promo for this week, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what question he asked her. Maybe it's you want to have Chinese for dinner or something. I don't. I mean, I was joking earlier, but I don't. Together. <laughs> right. I. Yeah. I mean, I know it sounds like a proposal, but. Mm, I'm gonna say it's gonna be something else. Yeah, yeah. Do you yeah, want to start a bike predictions? Let, let, let's or... go with the predictions. Let's go around. Let's go around. <laughs> I'm excited about this. One. Yeah, let's go around. Yeah. <laughs> let's go around. Let's go around. <laughs> okay, Carrie, what did you you say? What do you think? What do I'm, you think? I'm gonna. I'll say. You want Chinese food? I don't know. Because even the whole living together thing, I, I, it would be odd that even even if I can't even see him asking that because. I, I don't even think he would need to ask. She's already asked him. So that would be odd even for him to ask her that. So I, to be honest, I'm really kind of perplexed because, what, what you want to go see David maybe? I, I don't know because I, I have no idea. I don't know. Hmm, okay. <clears throat> All right, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold off. So let's see. I'm going to pick randomly here. Um. Uh, Katie. Yeah. What do you um, think? She's still working well, on her I favorite line I... from the infirmary. <laughs> That's true. I didn't. That far behind? I didn't. Wait a minute. <laughs> I didn't share that. Well, you that. can combine everything then. <laughs> okay. Um, my favorite line would have been him monologuing and him 
telling about um, their life together when he was when he was seeing. Um, that made me very emotional. And um, what do I hope that he's asking her or think with? I, I know what I hope that he's asking her. I, I hope that he's asking her that that she'll marry him. But the other part of me also wants it to be like this, not a huge to-do, but, you know, romantic and very mm-hmm. them. So I, I, I think I'm okay with him, him, you know, you know, what would you be? interested in spending the rest of your life with me, you know, teasing, kind of being fun and flirty about it, but maybe not the formal question. Hmm. Oh, you know what? I just thought of something. My answer is maybe he's asking her if he wants to, she wants to take a shower with him again. Maybe. The, the first one seemed to go very well, so... Mm. Yeah, so, so possibly. But actually, actually, she she went in there with the intention of conserving water. But you know something with what they were doing. I don't know how much water they conserved because I think they stayed in there longer. Had they just done what they were supposed to, to do and get out? Long shower. It didn't seem to be very long. <laughs> she is about reciprocating, <clears throat> so maybe the coin will be flipped and mm-hmm. it'll go something the other way. So, okay, Karen, pick someone else again. Kimberly. Um, I will obviously, you know, my mind went right to the proposal, but then I said, you know what, it'd be really cool if he asked her or say, do you think it's a good idea? Do you want to do it? And I would say like opening, starting your own bike shop, the own bike shop and everything. So I was thinking that, you know, maybe. And she's like, yeah. He's like, yeah, I know. Yeah. So I, I'm thinking about the bike, motorcycle shop. A good idea. Interesting. All right. Someone else is left besides me, and it's not going to be me. Okay. Here's what I think. Do you remember when he asked her um, when, when they had their first kiss? And then she said, Neither one of us need to be getting in a relationship and basically a week later they did but anyway he he said if I get a job if I get a place to stay then can we have dinner I think maybe them being together in in that hotel room maybe they start a conversation about the future because that's what Ron says in the whatever article in soap digest um, they talk about their future so I think maybe like Katie, like he's like mentioned something and, and maybe like a, if someday I were to get a job and, and we got a place to stay and we had some money and, and I asked you to marry me, what would you say? I think it would be something maybe like that. A talk about the future in that she knows to expect it at some point, but it doesn't really feel the romanticism of it. 
Yes. Yeah, see, I like that, and I actually like how you tied that in because that we would be very going full circle. So I like that. So good job there. You can write a fanfic on that. That's good. <laughs> Maybe I will. <laughs> so, so that's my suggestion. Thank you very much. Um, I look forward to reading that very soon. Um, you know, anyway. need more reading material. Yes, yes. Um, but anyway, um, but I, I really like that, and I kind of am along the same lines with that because I was thinking back to when my, I'm going to bring it to real life here, uh, when my, you know, before my husband proposed. I mean, we, we had conversations about marriage and, you know, what that would look like a little bit. I mean, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't necessarily, you know, a proposal, but it's like, are we on the same page like this? You know, it's like, and so I could see that being a possibility for a conversation and, you know, letting, you know, just letting each other know where they're, you know, where they're headed. Uh, it may not be the second, but, you know, if things progress, you know, the way that they want it to with um, work and a place to live, like you said, Michelle, I, I could totally see that being, okay, well, should we aim for this, you know, that kind of thing. I, it's funny because I'm going to be in the minority in the, in the sense of mm-hmm. I'm going to say I don't want any kind of pre-wanting pre, um, talk because actually mm-hmm. the, I think when, when, you, when you tell a man we're forever, baby, I think, I think you kind of, think you kind of, kind of went there. So I really want her, I, when, when it happens, you know, in a, in a three or four weeks or so, um, I don't, I've, I'm, I've gone back and forth whether I want it to be just them in Aunt Ma's restaurant alone or even in front of the whole Horton Brady clan. I can make a, I can make a case either way. I, and I, I think either way would be fine. Um, but maybe they can get her there under some kind of, um, pretense and, you know, and she's totally surprised, you know, of course, ring, dressed up on the knee. I want, you know, I'm not here for her proposal. I know some people have bandied about her proposing to him. Hell to the bleeping no. This woman has put her dues in. She needs to be wine dined the whole nine yards after what she did, literally saving his life. Nope. I need the man on one knee, some 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 words. Yeah, no. And like I said, I could go either way in terms of he can rent the whole restaurant out or get the whole clan there. I, I think it'd be fine either way. Um, he opens up that court. The, she has the for, of course it has to, even if it doesn't go with what they're eating. So you got to have that fortune cookie on a plate. She looks all confused as to why there's a fortune cookie with filet mignon. She cracks it open, and he he gets in front of her, and he drops to a knee. I want – she deserves every damn thing after what she's put through. Because in this relationship the whole time, she's had to be the one to put herself, her life on the line to, to, to justify her faith in him. He's risked nothing. She's risked everything, quite literally. So she deserves – I want her to have the whole nine yards. Maybe it's baby talk. Like maybe they talk about David. And, you got kids, and you think you'd want to have some kids? I don't know. They're laughing. She's laughing when she's. I don't know. Who knows? 
who knows? I guess we'll find out. Also, I wanted to ask you all. Yes. Do you do you think she's going? Do you think he's going to go to Hope for the blessing? Yep. Maybe uh, I mean maybe not I for permission like per se, it, but yeah. yeah, I can't imagine Absolutely. him. You know, maybe he's not going to say can I? But he, you know, I'm sure he's going to say. I, I, you know, I love her, blah, 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 and I want to marry her, and she'll, I'm sure she'll probably, you know. Yeah, give, I don't think it's a permission. I think it's more of a... Just a curse. Like right, and then, and I'm sure she'll you. give it. I, yeah. And this is why, this is why, even with the proposal, it makes sense, because I couldn't see him proposing to her before the... Be, hope needs to be hope at this point for this, because nope. she's got nothing. Right. You know, so, and... Um, right. If if for some reason it even happens to involve Sean Douglas, if he's still hanging around, I'd be cool with that too. And I'm to the point where Will has to be the best man and Sean Douglas walks her down the aisle. That period, end of story. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and and I also think I there probably should be a conversation about Bo and what, you know, Daddy oh, would think or whatever. But oh, for I was, sure. I was kind of hoping, hoping somebody would show up at his grave and I, I just have this weird hope that Ben goes to his grave and just like, I know we never met, but I love your oh daughter. My God, I would completely lose it. Like you guys And maybe Sierra comes, comes around the that. corner and sees him there, you know? Oh, my God. I would die. Oh, I would die. Sit down. <laughs> I would love that. Would so get me. That yeah. would get me so much. Yeah. I, would I said I want a Peter Reckel. Even back for a day if it was ghost bow, but I don't think that's happening. Yeah, I so thought bad. even like a dream or something that would be so nice, you know. Yeah. Well, I was I was just thinking that because <laughs> he. Do you remember the episode where he talks Stefano's painting? He talk, like I thought, that's weird. Standing in a cemetery talking to a grave, somebody you never even met, but. The episode where he talked to Stefano's painting, Stefan had said, we can change our lives. We don't have to be like our fathers. And he sits in that chair and he looks up at that painting and he says, really? Can we really be different than you? So it's not a far reach for me to think he would go into the cemetery. She needs to go pick up her dress or whatever, have a fitting. And he goes into the cemetery and just sort of talks. I love your daughter. I know you're not here. I never met you, but I'm going to do my best to take care of her. And she walks around the corner and hears it, and I just would fall apart right there. Yeah, I would know. <laughs> I would definitely be a goner, for sure. With right. the detail that Ron's paid to this couple, I would be surprised if the name Bo doesn't come up somewhere, somehow, or something like, oh, your dad, your dad would be, you know, your dad, I wish your dad was here to see you or walk you down the aisle, or even, or even Sean Douglas saying something, you know, I'm doing this on my father, you know, behalf of what I, I would be stunned if Bo's name isn't invoked somewhere. Right. Yep. Yeah. I, I would think that he would have to be, you know, I mean, cause you know, it is a big day and that's always, you know, you're on that day, you know, if, you know, being that you, you look forward to your father walking you down the aisle in most cases, of course. Um, so I would think, that that would be brought up, for sure. Yep. I think that um, 
I'm, I actually wonder if we'll see a conversation with Sierra and Hope, because I said this from the start. I'm okay that Sierra feels guilty for Hope, but I also want it in reverse where Hope, you know, hears what, um, you know, Sierra had been going through because Hope, you know, she didn't have her mother there to lean on for this entire time she was going through this ordeal with Ben. <clears throat> That's why I don't hold her. I, ordinarily, yeah, I'd say, oh, you know, you should have been that way your mother. But, you know, the guy was on death row and literally did have an injection. So I don't hold her feet too much to the fire. But I just don't know where Ron's going to go in terms of the proposal. and But I'm sure it's going to be... I'm sure it's going to give us everything we wanted. I, and I'm assuming, I don't know how you all feel, but I'm assuming it's coming May Sweets, which starts April 23rd. So I don't think it's too far off, considering that we know there's going to be a wedding and some uh, Valentine's Day rings in July. Yeah. I'm, oh, I'm still going to troll that day. Valentine's Day gifts, my ass. It's kind of funny, too, that we got gypped out of the Chinese food thing because every time they eat Chinese food, we know what happens next. Oh, and that's another thing. Talk about reciprocation. She totally made her fortune cookie up like he did the last time. Well, she did last time, too, didn't she? The last time they did that, didn't she also make it up? When I'm not sure she did. I know he did for sure because he was talking like a novel and the, the, the paper's a half an inch and he's running his mouth. I don't know if she did, but he clearly <laughs> oh, did. Oh, yeah, I'm trying to remember now. But Yeah, you're right. I think, yeah, because she did the first time and then he did, okay, and then she did again, okay. He was going on and on. I'm like, I'm like, it doesn't say all that. And then she did the same thing. I'm not finished. My happiness is between the sheets. I'm like, mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> will have the ring in it or the paper that says, will you marry me? I think it's just going to have, my personally, I think it's going to have the paper. And as she's reading it, he'll be there with the ring box. I think it'll just have the paper. So but either way, I'm going to be fussy. You know, they made it acceptable for me to see Chinese food on a soap opera before because anybody, anybody who knows me, that was a JSAM thing, and I, I couldn't deal with that. And when they started it again, I was like, oh, but now it's okay. I'm, I'm cool now. Just don't try it out the McDonald's toys, and we'll be happy. I'll be fine. <laughs> I, I, I actually, I, I know Stefan's coming back or whatever, but I'm not really in any great hurry for him to be up his butt again. If he has something, you know, other than him, I'm fine with it. I mean, they'll be friends and stuff, but he'll probably have enough drama going on with Gabby and Chad and all that nonsense. <clears throat> yeah. I like when Justin tells him, too, oh, you've got to be grateful to her. She did all the work as if you didn't know that. <laughs> He knows right where his gratitude needs to be. I think he showed up quite well. So, um, I think 
I mean, it looks like the next couple. I mean, they'll have. It's funny because after this, the the infirmary and the shower scene. I'm sure the dialogue and stuff that's coming up will be great. But I'm like, wow, you get the shower scene, and they're like, okay, what do we do? What do we get now? When are they going to get together again? Hmm. They need to take that big bed out of the hotel room. Out of you know, you steal like towels or something from the hotel. Can they take that bed? Although I'm not a fan of the headboard with the dimples. Not my cup of tea. That shower seemed bigger than the whole gatehouse put together. Oh, yeah. I noticed it was a rather large shower, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of room for maneuvering. She went over there with certain intentions, man. He would say, "Oh, you always have." I always said you had good ideas. Mm-hmm. Baby girl was hungry for some Benny Boo. <laughs> what do you say? Smooth as a baby's behind, uh, bottom. Yep. Did you, look young enough at... over... Did you all notice that the overlying theme of that whole episode outside of Roman and Hattie, God, was babies? Well, like, when you see Sarah like, on the screen, that's all it ever is. Yeah, Sarah and Eric and Nicole trying to do the baby thing, and then that's the line that Ben uses, smooth as a baby's bottom. Maybe it was just a line. I just thought it was interesting that the entire whole episode, other than them and Roman and Hattie, was about babies. And it makes I you think I blood a little. Just saying. I think, I do think, I don't think she'll get pregnant anytime soon, but I, I would be shocked if she wasn't pregnant by Christmas because I keep thinking of that line she used on him in the last Christmas in the, in the can where she said, I promise you a better Christmas next year so they'll, have, they'll be married. And if she's pregnant at Christmas and drops that on him, I'm fine with that when he gets his ornament. And, and if we happen to see Christmas two weeks early because they put it on during the Olympics, I am perfectly fine with that. I'm not going to get, you know, anal and stressed out if it comes two weeks early because I think, I think it would be stupid for them not to air current shows in that in those in that two week period. The Olympics are done. Put the damn show on. So what if we see Christmas two weeks early? A big deal. I think we're all going to realize it's uh, why it's happening. In the grand scheme of things, it's not a big deal. I mean, John and Marlena celebrated uh, Valentine's Day. I think what a week, week and a half later. Anybody have anything else to add? I think um I think I've ran my mouth. No. Hmm. Don't forget to watch V yeah. on uh Dishing Days this week. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, it's just her, it's not both of them? Oh yeah, that's right. Just V right her. now, yeah. Okay. Um, I'll have to watch that after because I think that's right before soap party, and I gotta, I gotta stick with my daytime job. I'll get my, I'll get my ass kicked. I got my, I got my little brother in chat over here keeping an eye on me. <laughs> um, so, Kim, Kate, I actually did want to. Oh, sorry. I did, re- did want to say something. No, no, it's actually uh, just a little uh, something that was on my mind um, this week, and actually 
today prominently. Um, I was thinking about this, you know, as we've been dealing with this uh, COVID-19. So I'm switching over a little bit from uh, days. Um, just uh, thinking about how it's affecting people, and you know how um, we have, you know, obviously we have a lot of. Um, unknowns right now and people, you know, out of work people, you know, knowing people that perhaps have it, um, people concerned that they're going to get it, um, people in isolation, quarantine situations, stay-at-home situations, you know, being mandated. Um, just some things that kind of popped into my mind about that and being on social media now, because if you think about it, do you, you know, um, oftentimes with this sort of thing, we're going to have more and more people that are going to have time to be on social media because they're not able to per, to work. And so I just have felt like over the last few days that um, there's been a little bit of, I don't know, uh, more back and forth kind of roller coaster highs, lows, and just kind of, um, you know, people maybe jumping in a little bit more when they, it would probably be a good idea for, you know, peeps to kind of maybe take a breath 10, 20 seconds uh, and, you know, not jump in before you think about what you're posting. And I'm sure this is on not just Twitter, but I'm sure like Instagram and, and Facebook and just kind of thinking about, you know, where people are right now and what may be possessing them to post certain things and, and just kind of being kind to one another I, is kind of where I wanted to go with this, I guess. And, and you know, maybe to take a step back and, and you know, sit on your hands a little bit once in a while. And, and you know, this is me talking to me as well. Um, so just, you know, I, I just sense that we're all kind of in a state of um, unknown uneasiness. And I think it's affecting people a little bit more than maybe would have, you know, a few weeks ago. <laughs> well said. And, you know, and like you said, we all have opinions, but, and this is where, you know, and to tie it back in, you know, that's where, you know, certain things, like you said, not just what you said about being kind to people, everybody has feelings, but if you feel you must say something for whatever reason, take it, some things, this is what, this is a wonderful thing about a DM. Not everything has to be out in public either. If, if, if right. you feel you must, for whatever reason, DMs are a wonderful thing, and, um, and generally. Yeah, sometimes I think it's best, you know, I mean, and if this is my opinion, of course, I mean, you know, and I, I think, you know, it's just, you know, just being mindful of that, and, you know, do we want what we're going to say to be on on my public timeline, or is it something that I could work out with, you know, within a small group or or within, you know, a one-person, you know, chat, uh, something along those lines. You know, just kind of being mindful of each other. How is someone going to respond to this when, when I say it? And, you know, I, I think we think about those things in real life when we're actually on the phone here talking <laughs> and, you know, and, and that, but it's so easy. And, we, and, and it's always been that way in social media to just kind of, you know, 
just type and you know and just kind of say whatever you you want to say and, and and you know just I think for me just it's kind of come to realization that you know okay I'm on social media a lot more um, you know situations have been where businesses are closed I mean I found that today you know and not to bring up too much personal but I found that I'm laid off so it's like I'm going to be on more so it's like I you know I have to be mindful of that and you know just kind of take a step back and you know think about how other people are might be feeling and why they're feeling that way you know I mean it, did they just lose someone? Did they just lose their job? Do you know maybe you're actually saying things in a timeline that you wouldn't normally because something just happened to you and now you don't really care. You know, I'm just gonna go there and and so you know just kind of be mindful of that and and you know giving people space when they need space and thinking about okay, well do I do I go in there or do I just you know lay off and give it ten minutes? And if I still feel the need to do it, do I do a DM or do I really need to put it in the timeline? And, you know, especially when we're talking actors as well, you know, like, okay, is this going to be an appropriate thing to say? Are the actors going to see this? Do we want the actors to see this? Is this really going to help or is this going to, you know, make it worse? So, but that's me. I'm sorry. Well, no, right. And even, and I'll bring it to even the DM that we're all in, even like, you know, well, you know, like the cut scenes, I'll just generically say we spoke about the cut scenes in a DM because we all had opinions about them. But I personally wanted to stay, I'll just speak for myself. I wanted to stay there because I didn't want it to be perceived that we were being ungrateful you know, and never and and never wanting Ron to see it because, like I said, I think I said it at some point. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, I mean, yeah, with it, did we want to see that scene? Sure, but in the grand scheme of things, I mean, could we ask for anything better in 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 a, in a soap love story? I I don't even know. I've loved soap couples before. Like, you know, Karen and I are Alexis fans. Susie and I, I've been loving Liaison for 20 years. Sharon and Nick, blah, blah, blah. And they were all great in their own right. But I can tell you, even as fans of those pairings, it doesn't compare to this because it's just a different a different people, different writer. And Days, and I, and I think in general, like I said before, Days has always, when they have a couple that works, it doesn't mean like we said, they're not going to have angst, but I mean, you look at all the iconic couples. I mean, I'm not saying other shows don't have iconic couples, but for me, just anecdotally, it seems like days, almost every couple they put together is pretty solid and popular and well-received with the exception of Rafe and Hope, of course, but we won't go there. Um, I mean, so I think it's just, I feel, it's going to get dramatic. I feel blessed and I feel fortunate to, have seen this couple from the start to finish and then just get, like you said, in times like this, and even being here tonight with everybody, it's just, you know, a couple of hours to get away from the real world because we'll get back to it in a minute because, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it sucks. We don't know, like you said, people getting sick, losing jobs. I mean, and people, please stop hoarding the toilet paper. It's okay. You'll get the toilet paper. <laughs> Knock it off. Right. right. I, 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 I've started making a game. I swear to God, I don't go out much, but I'm like, every day I go to the market and it's like, Sometimes yes, sometimes no. But the problem is they're letting all the seniors go first, but they, and within 10 minutes they're wiping everything out. I'm like, I don't know why the store doesn't space it out. Don't put all your supply out up front because by the time, you know, within 10 minutes it's all gone. And this is a new thing. Now, I live in the Northeast. I'm used to when they forecast some, uh, you know, an inch of snow, you go into the grocery store, you can't get milk, you can't get bread. But this toilet paper thing, 
was a new thing for me. I'm like, what's up with this? I don't get it. Uh, people are hoarding, and it's like it's making everybody else hoard. I live in northeast Wisconsin, and we make toilet paper at a lot of the different paper plants that they have. I guarantee you they are still working. There's more toilet paper coming. You That's what I said to my, mm-hmm. Right. I'm like, it's not like they're going to stop working. And, it, you know, at one point my mother's like, oh, we got to go to the store, get this, this, and that. I said, listen, it, it, the grocery store, because I'm like, the grocery store is not going to shut down because if we don't die from corona, we're going to die of starvation. They're going to think we'll be fine. Is it going to be a little tough? Sure. But I'm like, we're going to eat. We're going to get what we need to do. And actually, she's still actually working. My uncle's working from home, but she's working. But I'm like, this toilet paper thing, it's, it's crazy. You go in the grocery store and it's like, it's nothing. I'm like, I don't get it. But now, by me, I don't know if they did it by you guys, they started saying, you know, limit to, and they have to do that. Start limiting shit because people are, people are hogs. They think they're never going to get another roll of toilet paper again. I'm like, come on, like you said, it's, it's, it's going to continue to be produced. It's fine. We'll be okay. Right, right. Uh, and, and, you know, and like you said, this is an inconvenience, but if we don't do what we're doing now, it's only going to get, I mean, I, I don't know if any, those, New York is a mess. It, it's a nightmare over there, and I think, you know, part of California too, but um, my store, I think in Rhode Island started to do, well, some of the stores in Rhode Island started to do 20 people at a time, but uh, like you said, we'll just, you know, pray that we all get through this, and, you know, in the meantime, we have um, sin to keep, give us a little something to get our mind off the, the the real world and um exactly yeah well kim katie and michelle and everybody that joined us in chat thank you we couldn't do this without you this was fun and um something tells me we'll we'll be doing this again in the not too distant future and you know like you said social media is going to be our savior since we all can't go anywhere well, yeah. So let's make it a fun place, shouldn't we? Yes. <laughs> yes. Should, I, thought, I, agree. I thought this was pretty fun. I thought this was pretty yeah, fun. How about you? I really enjoy it. This was a lot of fun. Okay. Well, see you all on uh, social media. And to everybody take care and go get your toilet paper. <laughs> all right. Good. Have a good night, Bye. everyone. Talk to you later. Bye. 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 With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.